At the end of a storm, there's a golden sky, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show, sponsored by Betway. It's Friday the 26th of June. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Luke Moore. It's Friday, yeah. Da, 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 da. Join in. Oh, sorry. I don't know the song. What is I mean, the song? Are you making up the song on the spot? Yeah, I don't I know th- how to join in with it. I think I am. Mm. I think I, I don't have those sort of improv skills. No. But you'll learn them, my friend. Okay. You will learn Can them. Can I just say, Marcus, if Jim hasn't learned them by now, yeah. mm. with working with you, he might not learn them. I always it, have a... Maybe he doesn't want to learn them. It's the hope that drives me on. Fair enough. And will eventually okay. kill me. <laughs> it's the hope that's driven Liverpool these years. Yes, of yeah. course. Well, I, I mean, gentlemen, I think we should go straight to last night's action. Big three points for Chelsea. Yes, <laughs> they'll be delighted with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely delighted. Yeah. Uh, they've done it again, Chelsea. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> handing uh, uh, the, the, another side the title as they did with Leicester. Should Chelsea get a little bit of the trophy? Should it be called the Stamford Bridge Syndrome? <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to know. My goodness, Liverpool! Yes, yeah. congratulations you know to them. what? Massive congratulations, of course. It was a stra- it was not strange that's not the right word it it just because we've known for a long long time because Liverpool have been so flipping good this season yeah, yeah. one of the greatest seasons ever in any top flight league yeah. I'm, I'm, I would you know you one would chuck out there of all time for crying out loud let's not just keep it to the Premier League history here mm. um, it's been absolutely phenomenal of course and because we've known for a long 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 time that they are they were going to be champions the only question was whether the season was going to be null and void uh, of course it wasn't and, and, and they've got over the line um, to see them actually do it and to see the reaction from the Liverpool fans you go Oh yeah, they they yeah. hadn't won it. If you see what I mean, oh, of course, and of course, yeah. winning it means so much to them. Thirty years of hurt never stopped them dreaming. Mm. Absolutely, and you would think as well. Like there's, there's, there's been a lot of talk of damp squibs and various things because of the <laughs> shutdown and because of the fact that they they you know it was one for them elsewhere basically by another yeah. result. But I don't know. You see, you see those Liverpool fans celebrating. They could not care less. Yeah, they, yeah, they've yeah. waited for so long. And, and had to be so patient and put up with so much as well mm-hmm. uh, in terms of this sort of banter yeah. uh, coming from from not just fans, but also the media. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, they're just loving it and, and fair play to them. I, I imagine there's going to be some sore heads at the moment and um, a lot of people that have not even been to bed just, just loving it. <laughs> and it's uh, what a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, Socially distant celebrations? I expect so. Yeah. I expect so on paper. <laughs> uh, the Germans have a word for teams being crowned champions without playing. <clears throat> Sofa Meisters. Is that right? Yes. Apparently yeah. so. Yeah. Lovely. Apparently Great. so, which is what they were last night. But um, incredible achievement. Yeah. An incredible achievement for... I mean, because when we do a show like we do, which is like irreverent and we try and take, take the piss a little bit and, and you do find yourself throughout a season like this before before the shutdown, you know, having a bit of a tease at Liverpool going, oh, you know, I wonder if they'll do it. Mm. It'll be unbearable if they do and mm. stuff. But actually, when the dust is set on, yeah. it's all said and done, you have to say... Amazing team, incredible to watch, like relentlessly good. Their mentality is obviously outstanding. It's an incredible achievement, Marcus. I'm sure you agree with me on this. Incredible achievement to overcome a team as good as Man City mm-hmm. in the first place. Let's not forget how good Man City are. I mean, yeah. last season and you know the season before, Man City ridiculous. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Liverpool have, have really knocked them into a cocktail. They're genuinely one of the best Premier League teams I've ever seen. They've got 15 points to go from their last seven games to get 101 to beat City's 100-point record. 
don't know whether they will do that or not. I've got different feelings on on, on whether, because it's such a release of emotion for mm-hmm. Liverpool after such a long time, whether they'll be able to maintain that intensity. But on the mm-hmm. other hand, if any team can, they can because yeah. their mentality has been amazing. Man City stand in their way, of course. Uh, they do, in, yeah. In a, in, a, in a fixture that's just around the corner. Uh, yeah, I think that I, I feel like Liverpool might treat the end of the season as, as almost like a sort of carnival. You know what I mean, like a mm. like a victory lap. Enjoy there. it, yeah, exactly. Enjoy yeah, it. No, but I mean, in in a footballing sense, that's what I mean. They'll, they'll, they'll keep winning. I think you know they've got. Oh yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Hitting at 101 points, the, the game against Man City will be very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Will they give them a guard of honour? Do you think they probably they have will, to? I Surely, think, yeah. Surely they've got um, to. I think they should. I do yeah. as well. Uh-huh. I'm I sure they well. will do. Like Guardiola is a bit good like that, isn't he? he? I doubt he'll be petty, but um, yeah, it's. Like, I mean, you just it's one of those classic teams really isn't it where it, they are an all time great as you've alluded to Marcus but where you just you look through that squad and every player is like yeah I'd, I'd love to have them in my team mm-hmm. where do they rank for you in terms of in, in the Premier League seasons and, and, and in terms of champions how, how highly do you rate them well you can look at this uh, many different angles of course because some people will say well hang on but they didn't do say a domestic treble that yeah. Manchester City did blah 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 in terms of just the league yeah. so you take away all the other trophies I understand people would want to bring that in so I yeah. get that you know Manchester United 99 doing the treble and so oh, on. I'm not asking them so. no oh, uh, so, so fuck them yeah exactly balls to them um, <laughs> but in terms of just league form I think this could be the, um, the most impressive Premier League season we've ever seen Genuinely, yeah. I, I really do. I know um, Arsenal fans might obviously say the Invincibles and so on, but I would say it's more impressive, more, much many more wins and mm. so on. I mean, the thing is, we we can enjoy all these achievements, you know. And I know I, I don't want to be too, um, uh, you know, throw it back in your face because I understand the question looked totally. But but I, I honestly, like I said at the start, you know, this is, this is one of the greatest seasons I think of all yeah. time. I tell you what, Marcus, I wish Twitter knew that you could have pre. Because <laughs> every time something amazing happens, it's yeah. like, well, it's no treble win. It's yeah. no Invincibles. It's no, oh, this team would get relegated just, in a season how, where this team is playing. Oh, shut up. How can you take away anything from this Liverpool side? I mean... Yeah. Oh, people will try, I'm I, sure. Of course they will, but it's just utter nonsense. And I think, you know, tell that to the people who were setting off flares outside Anfield last night. You know? But, but you, know, you know what? I, I, I think that if you if you go back over, um, I, just off the top of my head, I would say the, the best, the handful of best individual Premier League seasons mm-hmm. are this one, uh, Man City's 100 points, obviously. Are uh, the Arsenal Invincibles, You'd obviously. You'd have to put Leicester there if you think. Oh, absolutely, pound in terms pound. of the, the kind of narrative. Mm. But I don't know if I if I would have that in the same bracket. All right, okay, I see what you mean. My, yeah, my yeah. fourth one was actually going to be the most underrated Premier League champions, which is um, Chelsea's 2005. Yeah. And the reason that's underrated yeah. is because it came along after the Invincibles yes. and people talk about that a lot and I understand that. They lost one game, didn't Mourinho. they, as well? They lost one game. Mourinho's first season. Yeah, exactly. He was amazing. Yeah. They they scored a lot of goals. They, they lots made of their defensive record, but they scored a lot of goals as well. They're exciting to watch at that point. So I think the best... The best um, the best credit and the best tribute you can pay to this Liverpool team, there's seven games to go, lest we forget, so we'll see how they, how they finish. But the best credit you can pay is they're part of the conversation because mm-hmm. you're never really going to definitively decide. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you're doing it for some kind of clickbait exercise or yeah. some kind of marketing exercise. But Liverpool are a part of that conversation. They richly deserve to be a part of that conversation. And it's very much deserved. Yeah. Has, yeah. has Jordan Henderson had one of the most extraordinary sort of career trajectories yeah, we've, we've seen in terms of... Did you hear what Van Dyke called him last night on the old uh, celebratory uh, interview? Remind me. The big skipper. The big nice. skipper. Here comes the big skipper. Sounded a bit like a fairground rider. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, you know, he's obviously signed for Liverpool for, for you know, pretty big money, but it was kind of mm. like, oh, is he, should we get rid of him? Should we, uh, this kind of stuff. Mm. And, you know, I understand that now. European champion. I mean, you know, played in 
you know, they've been to two Champions League finals recently, mm. obviously won one of them, and now he's he's been a huge part of them winning the yeah. title. It, it's absolutely extraordinary. But I think that's it when when you look at um, when you when you look at Klopp's Liverpool, you think going out to Atletico Madrid in the Champions League was a little bit of a disappointment, and it was a surprise. Mm. But I, but I would have just throw that to one side because it seems a bit ridiculous to mention it now. This side, the way they've picked themselves up from disappointment, take that Champions League final where they were beaten by Real Madrid in the final. You know, there were goalkeeping errors or you know whatever you want to call them. I know there was chat that he was concussed. You know, but th- but there were errors there, and they would have left that pitch thinking. Ah, all the way to the final and hard done yeah. by. Next season, yeah. they get back to the final and win it. Yeah. To pick themselves up is incredible. Last season, to lose the league by one point, having had a but near... Having won 97 points. I know, I, like, as near to perfect as you can get, to pick themselves up again and to absolutely hammer everybody. Mm. To essentially almost like walk the league, but of course it was never a walking pace with this Jurgen Klopp side, no. so you can't really say that. Shows you the strength, the mentality, the professionalism, the, the, the group of players. Rio Ferdinand said last night on, on the TV about how he's, he was always sort of worried, obviously coming from his point of view, being a Schumann Manchester United fan. I don't think his you know, West Ham allegiance is going to um, you know, be too interested in titles and so on, but... Mm. You could say that about Man United as well, Jim. But, uh, you know, he said that he was almost like concerned for the other teams around there because of this kind of band of brothers feel and the spirit that they have. And of course, we know Klopp can do that with teams. Mm. I I really think that this title was won in the Champions League final last season. I think winning Mm. that just... Just proved the to belief. them, the, the, yeah, proved to them what they already knew, which yeah. was that they were champions, and like that, just they just they didn't miss a beat, did they? They just mm. they took that energy and that 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 kind of uh, dominance and just just carried it over in a way that City couldn't. There's always this this kind of worry that you know, can you keep up that sort of intensity? And City themselves had had such a good season that you know. The, it was weighing on them in a way that it wasn't with Liverpool purely because they won the Champions League. They were all right, we, f- we fell short, but we, we won the big one, didn't we? Mm. You know, it was, it was still an incredible, incredible high and, and it gave you a sense that more was to come. And, and it is, and it may be the case that the, the weird truncated nature of this season does that for them again. You know, you, you, would you bet against them retaining the title? It's a tough well, thing, yeah. but like, I know it's early days to talk about that. But It's an interesting point, that. And I'll come on to that in a second, but one thing I did want to make really clear for people when we're having this discussion about who is the best Premier League single-season performer in terms of a team is the record, I think, for a winning margin is 19 points. Man City, when they got 100, I think Man United mm-hmm. got 81. That's right. Um, Mourinho's man, you know. Yeah, and he said that was a great one of his yeah, great yeah. achievements, famously. Um, obviously, Liverpool are are further ahead than that for now, and they they may be nineteen points better. They may be do even better than that. So we'll we'll wait and see. But they're definitely part of the conversation. On the Henderson point, I think in years to come, when we talk about this classic Liverpool side, of course, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. It doesn't seem like a lot of the players are going to move, but you never know in football. Um, when we're trying to recall this team. Will we recall Jordan Henderson? I think we will. I think we'll be going mm-hmm. Mane, Salah, Firmino, Henderson, Van Dyke, Allison, mm-hmm. Alexander, R. Robertson. You'll be, they'll they'll roll think, off the I tongue. I think they do roll off the tongue. Yeah, I so, think that's the sign of a great side. That's a testament Completely. to Henderson as well. Absolutely. Mm. And, and the other point is that it is interesting, Jim, you bring this point to the table about the domination now. When a team is this good, mm-hmm. the, in, the inevitable questions straight away, and they were on the TV last night, start to be, what's going to happen next? Mm. It is worth remembering that there's only one team in Premier League history that have won it three years in a row, and that's Man United. Yeah. And I think only a couple of teams have ever defended a title. Mm-hmm. So it's not as easy as it may no. look. Yeah. And and I think the reason for that is that the the desire and the intensity 
however small, there is a small drop-off. Yeah. And it can really affect it. And Ferguson's talked about it a lot in, in books. And, and I think with Liverpool being such an emotionally-led club and an emotionally-led team, which means this will mean an awful lot to them, of course it will, they're going to have to work doubly hard next year because mm. other teams are going to come back out. They are, but it's been, you know, football is cyclical. We know that. And modern football is different from, from how it was in the 90s and, you know, at the turn of the century. We, we know that. But regardless of how, how much things change, we do, you know, it does move in cycles. And we've not seen a big sort of dominant legacy for a while. Mm. And it would be interesting to see if we have another one starting now. Liverpool seem in very good financial shape. Do you reckon they'll do a Bayern Munich? Well. Oh, God, Eight in a row, Jim. Not. Can you imagine that? Um, <laughs> then I think even they would go, yeah, you know what? We it's probably are unbearable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that if that happens again. Well, you've it's... got to compare them to the other sides. So if Manchester yeah. City's Champions League ban is upheld, we'd need to wait and see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Arsenal are light years away from a title. <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur... I, I'm actually a little bit offended you've mentioned Arsenal next there. Yeah. Mm. I, I, no, I'm, I'm just glad you did it before Spurs. Alphabetical yeah. order. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aston Villa. Aston Villa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Birmingham City, are they? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, 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 so Manchester City, with the Champions League banner, they'll still be a brilliant side, don't get me wrong, but we, that could have an impact. Signings and maybe people wanting to leave. Man City, you've got uh, Man United have got green shoots. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think Manchester United. Um, I uh, think they've got uh, green shoots, Mark. I think I think they're not. They're, they're not going to challenge Liverpool next season. I wouldn't have thought. Okay. No, but we're talking sort of you know the early part of this decade, uh, aren't we? Sure, but you could see this Liverpool side winning the season after, maybe the season after, if if Klopp stays and, and they and they and they carry on. Chelsea under Lampard, plucky outsiders. Chelsea, exactly. how has this happened? Yeah, how yeah. has this happened? Financial underdogs. Chelsea. <laughs> um, you know, basically. If if you don't want Liverpool to win the league again in the next few years, you're looking at Brendy Rogers. Oh, here we go. Yeah, he's, in, he's involved. <laughs> but Jurgen Klopp might have cried all the water out of his body by now, so he might not be in any fit state to do anything. Hey, were you pleased yeah. for him? Did you like to see? I, know, I, I wasn't Liverpool pleased for him. Would, Liverpool fans would cry their own tears back into his body <laughs> yeah. to revive him. Yeah, it was nice to see him in his little cap, which was yeah. which was quite enjoyable. Not as enjoyable as Kenny Dalglish and his and his mobile phone. Oh, the pings. Yeah, if anybody didn't see big, that. big dad energy. That yeah, oh, Kenny huge, Dalglish, huge granddad energy. Where yeah. he refuses to learn how to use his laptop and yeah. phone. Yeah, where his Liverpool scarf when it was about 25 degrees last yeah. night. I think, it was, I think it was warmer than that. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, uh, yeah he, his phone kept pinging with yeah. text message, which was very, very enjoyable indeed. I, I, mean, I, th- I think for I think what Kenny Douglas has done for football in this country and what he's done for the city of Liverpool generally mm-hmm. is incredible. Mm. And I was very, very pleased mm-hmm. for him to and how much it clearly meant to him. Yeah. You know, it's not about me ascribing some kind of value judgment about who's worthy and who isn't. But you just watch a man of mm-hmm. that age dignified man you know who's who's done an awful lot for the game and and for a lot more besides and seeing how much it means to him after such a long time mm-hmm. is it was a powerful thing and, and mm-hmm. I think it was it was punctured by the continuation of a of a never ending iMessage notification but <laughs> yeah. such is the world we live in at the moment yeah. but you know, it's extraordinary though Liverpool going 30 years I know much has been made the fact that you know when they won the league that was unthinkable then exactly yeah. it was unthinkable yeah. and it, there are these these one or two little uh, strange ones if you think about how long Real Madrid I think went from winning the European Cup from was it in the 60s mm. to uh, 97 something mm. like that you know it was a long time you wouldn't have thought that uh, of, of, of Real Madrid to go that long Brazil 1970, after the 1970 World Cup winning Brazilian side. I know, totally different trophy, totally different, all the rest of it. But, um, you, you know, they don't win it again until 1994. You, you, you know... 98 was Real Madrid, well, 97 was Dortmund, wasn't it? 
Uh, yeah, you, yeah you, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, around that time. But, uh, you know, and this is what happened with this Liverpool side. Oh, not mm. this Liverpool side, sorry, with, with, with Liverpool. You, you couldn't have envisaged it. And I think that's why that when people were going, I can't believe we've actually won it, and the neutrals are going, well, I mean, I, I, I saw it coming. Is that, uh, you know, for a few... is, that, is that more misery on Man United there? <laughs> Maybe they've got another 25 yeah, years to go. Yeah, a word for them today. That's, this must be rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Yeah. We did say when the, when Ferguson moved on, you know, get used to being another just another normal football fan now. Mm. Yeah. Are they used to it yet? Yeah. Cli- you have to ask them. This is not their time. <laughs> this is not their moment, this. Just take a moment for the perch. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. The bird is climbing back up <laughs> the perch. Oh, yes, it's going. Yeah. I got a minute. Yeah, I thought it was an amazing thing. I was really pleased for, for them. They, they've been by far the best team. Mm. I love, as a neutral, as I always am in these Premier League kind of discussions, I love the idea of a two teams duking it out. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it last season for that reason, and there's been some great ones in the past. But it became clear quite early on, yeah. with a lot of time to get used to it. Um, and you have to remember as well that there's a lot of chat about, this stupid chat, in my opinion, about, oh, well, is it a proper season? I could easily make an argument this has been even harder because they've had so much time to think about it Mm -hmm. so much difficulty and Mm -hmm. interruption that they should maybe they should be given even more credit stupid argument the fact is that when uh, the football stopped due to the pandemic everyone knew Liverpool were going to be champions that's how good the season is or what, you know, that's they, how good of a they were, yeah. how, how, they, how they've been. Um, but I do want to talk about the actual match because it was probably yeah. the best match now, since yeah. the restart. I mean, the best performance you could say was Liverpool beating Palace. Yeah. Palace not yeah. even having a touch or whatever it was in the, their own box. You would know that. <laughs> I mean, that, been... that is that is an amazing bit of that is microcosm how good Liverpool were. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and and it was in a weird way for for a neutral who wants uh, to to admire a team. You, you're kind of pleased that that stats there because mm. it shows you. I mean, in terms of the great. In terms of the you know the bigger picture of the game, it's quite damning yeah. that one team can do that to the other as possession stats. Jonathan Wilson talks about, but let's not that now. I did not say we today. might see something quite surprising um, in the day. The, the day we did a show that day before that game, so we might see something quite interesting because Crystal Palace are mm. quite good on the counter and they've got a good record. Roy the boy. We did see something surprising, yeah. not quite yeah. as I intended. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, people, one of the people saying, oh, it would have been nice if they could have won the league, uh, you know, against Manchester City and so on. I ju- I just think that. As you saw with those fans, get it done. Yeah. Get it done. It's it's not about who they win against. Yeah, it's about them. Yeah, of course. It's about winning it. About it's not season, about anything yeah, else. Exactly. Yeah. But I tell you something though. You know, with Manchester City, they'll look at themselves. Mendy and uh, Gundogan getting yeah. a mix mm-hmm. up, and Pulisic going. Thanks very much. And, and take. I mean, he still had a lot of work. To yeah, him. a lot to think about Pulisic there. I was really impressed with that. Yeah. It's a good goal. He's obviously he's a good player. I won't say I was the first time I've ever seen him play or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he did an amazing George Best turn of pace. Yeah. You know, back in the day when the players didn't really do that many skills, they yeah, just yeah, used yeah. to go really slow, didn't really fast. Yeah. Yeah. He did that brilliantly, mm-hmm. and he, the finish was impeccable, mm. right in the corner. Mm. It was a lovely one against Nick. Exceptional goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, so it's Manchester City though. They picked themselves up, and Chelsea actually. I thought they were they were quite impressive with their tactics. You know, they they, they got the goal. They thought teams have been a bit sloppy uh, coming back. That's understandable. They haven't sort of played much football and, and so on and so forth. But Chelsea kind of dug in. They knew Man City would dominate the ball as they do, and uh, in, I mean, straight into the second half. You know, De Bruyne whips in that free kick, which is absolutely beautiful. Absolutely I, I beautiful. think Kepa's got to save that. I don't know. I think it's, so, it's so far. It's so far up in the corner. I don't think he's he's got any chance. Look at honestly. It. I know he doesn't dive very well. Look at it again. The, it's, it's the dive not... annoys annoys me when a goalkeeper. You think go full stretch. Why do you kind of? I'm fu- I'm fully happy for every goalkeeper of any merit listening to this show now to tell me I'm wrong. I'll take that on the chin. Tweet me whatever. For me, mm. I want to see the goal. It's miles out. One. It's got a lovely bit of dip on it. It does. But it's number a chicken two, chicken dipper. If you, it is absolutely a chicken dipper. <laughs> If you put 
if you're a goalkeeper, right, stand in the middle of the goal, right, and save it. Just save it. Mm. It's not that far in the corner. He gets quite close to it, Jim, without putting his arms up. Right, though. But if got you're, save it. If you're a, 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 an outfield player and you're taking a free kick, just kick it and make it go in the goal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm making so, it, but if, if I want to make that point, I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, joking aside, I'm not trying to do Gary Neville where yeah, he yeah. kind of tied himself up in a knot once and said that every mm. shot should be saved. I don't mean that. Yeah. What I do mean is if you watch it back again, I was actually surprised the coverage on the TV didn't make more of that. Mm. I think I saw um, someone else, who was it? David Priest, who's a you know, goalkeeper mm-hmm. of, of some repute and a coach and a really good pundit on goalkeeping. He said, if it were him... Take take one player out the out the wall so you've got a better look at it and stand more in the centre of your goal. I don't. I I find personally goalkeepers setting up like that on one side of the goal and putting a wall the other side. It's old fashioned now. Mm. The way the balls are made now mm. and the way they strike the balls. You can sit markers as much as I have. They can dip it over quite easily now. Yeah. You're giving an opportunity. I think you? so. so. You're very. So what you're saying is, are you saying he should have saved it in terms of the whole preparation going into setting up the wall and so on, rather than when the ball's kicked? At the least, I want him to make it a lot harder than that. Okay. And I think I remember famous long-time listeners to this show will remember my um, my book that Neville Salford wrote called In Search of Perfection, which I had a copy of as so a you kid. Your book? No, Neville Salford's book. I had okay. a copy of it. I used yeah. to talk about it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to say in that book, I remember. Set your wall up there. Mm-hmm. You stand there. If he gets over the wall, fair play to him. He scores. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. That is the most old-fashioned thing to mm-hmm. say now. Yeah, yeah. You need to be in the centre <clears throat> of the goal, I think. Is that before he sued his daughter? Or yeah, it's probably on. before. Come on. <laughs> Jim doesn't like you mentioning that. No. You mentioned normally. Yeah. yeah I, I think I think the, the dip has done him there. Um, but I, I, I take your point. But I think, Marcus, you, you're, you're absolutely right. This has been the best game since the lockdown. Perhaps it was a fantastic actually Kepa's um, kind of... Um, situation there was a sign of a little bit of ring rust from the players but it was kind of up and down wasn't it when City did score that goal it looked mm. like they were probably going to turn the screw and then win and that incredible um, situation with the goal line clearance from Kyle Walker after Pulisic looks like unbelievable score again. Walker's incredible. pace Walker's pace so is one good. of the most incredible things in football yeah. still I mean you know he's, how is he not with that pace how is, let not, not clear it off the line why has he not gone through the net and into the stand how has he stopped it's the way he stops the ball on the line yeah. Yeah. it's just absolutely just just a really, really incredible kind of um, physical achievement. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing with the Guardiola team. That is not a clearance off the line. That's actually a short pass. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. He's not. He, he normally you'd knock that as far away as possible. Yeah. He's actually knocked it to. I forget who the other defender was yeah. who, who cleared yeah. it away. But, but uh, as, as well as that being a really incredible feat, but Pulisic to, to get the get the contact on it, he got at mm. the angle he was at the pace he got. That was really impressive as well. It took a ridiculous thing for that not to be too. Um, you know. Too one at the I'd time. be disappointed if I didn't put that away. I'd be fuming. If you'd rounded the goalkeeper, I think. But it, it, you know, I looked at this a few times, obviously, because they, they showed it again a few times mm-hmm. on TV, so I had the option. Um, <laughs> but he, he, I don't know, he's moving at some pace there. Because, mm. you know, the, the, my flatmate I was watching it was saying, oh, he should have just smacked it then. But I thought that. The angle made that very, very sure. difficult. But, but, but before he's done that, every, I think he's done everything he can there. Probably. But um, you missed out, though, that Sterling hitting the post. Yes, of course. If he knocks that to Mahrez, you know, it's easy to say because, you know, when he hits it, you go, why didn't you pass it? Oh, it's good. Oh, no. Mm. I mean, if Man City go 2-1 up, then Liverpool might have had to, to go in the next do you, game. Do you guys but, have yeah. any love for the idea that Marcus Alonso looks like the evil Christian Pulisic? Mm. Mm. I need to... Look oh, it up. Look it up. I need to go away and think about it. Look that. it up. We'll talk about it next week. Um, yeah. And... <laughs> Fernandinho. I just say Fernandinho. Yeah, <laughs> there was an amazing of all players. There's an amazing passage of play in this. Uh-huh. Fer- where Fernandinho knows what he's done. Yeah, he knows that he's not getting away with it because mm-hmm. of VAR, mm-hmm. right? 
I, by the way, I don't know why the referee didn't see it. Yeah, that's that's another point. But his face while he's waiting, yeah. <laughs> while he's waiting for the VAR to be given for a red card, he looks like he, as you said, Marcus, to me earlier, he's like outside the head teacher's office. But the absolute piece de resistance was um, the fake cheer on the screen. Yeah, on the, on the, on the TV. Yeah. Yay! There's no one there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, it reminded me of that meme of Batman slapping Robin. Just no, <laughs> yeah. get off, sod off. Yeah, yeah just so so mean. weird. There was a few incidents with the crowd noise. Actually, there was, I think it might have even been um, the, the incident we're talking about now with uh, Pulisic uh, almost mm-hmm. scoring and it getting cleared off the line, where someone had clearly pressed like and then just like just cancelled it halfway through. Uh, yeah. It was when Mason Mount went through and hit yes. the side netting. Yes, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, good yeah. memory. Yeah, well, it was Billy last night. No drinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was last night. Uh, there we are. I think there were some other games last night, wasn't there? Yeah. Who cares, Jim? Yeah. Mm. Um, first, for, Arteta's first away win as Arsenal boss. Uh, is that right? It's well, good, yeah, good to get an away win. Uh, I wasn't going to mention it for Alex McCarthy's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Southampton I was very grateful to him. <laughs> Southampton have a problem with goalkeepers. Yeah. I think. I know at the moment they they really do. Jack Stevens has a problem with defending against Arsenal mm. as well. Yes, he does. Ryan Bertrand also looks a lot like DT from Arsenal Fan TV. There we go. Yeah, there's I, two I lookalikes. Just to get it off my homework chest. for our listeners: mm-hmm. Alonso, the evil Pulisic, Bertrand, and DT. Mm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, can I just say Emiliano Martinez yeah. cruelly denied an assist. Aubameyang, he should have taken the yeah, shot and scored yeah, yeah. that pass when he kicked <laughs> yeah. the ball out. He looks not a bad replacement. He's an able deputy. Um, but yes, of course, um, before we go to a break, obviously um, Aston Villa versus Wolves uh, in the Premier League this weekend. And uh, well, Watford playing Southampton as well on, on Sunday. So there's um, important stuff uh, at the bottom of the league. Dean Smith believes that four of the bottom five are in a mini, uh, in a mini league and are looking to drag other teams into it. I mean, it sounds terrifying. It's dragging to you. Yeah. Come so to my mini league. Yeah, Drag me to hell yeah, or exactly. the championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Drag me to EFL. Uh-huh. A big game for your boys this weekend as well, isn't it? It's a very massive. big game. Very yeah. big game. Hey, you'd be a bit nervous after how they performed last time. <laughs> With Mitrovic's hair, if he's, if he's cut his hair, then maybe yeah. that's the secret to He's the opposite it. to Samson. But despite Southampton's loss, they're, 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 they're fine, aren't yeah, they? And, so. and Arsenal, they're safe as well. Yeah, okay. um, <laughs> so uh... <laughs> I caught myself actually, Jim, because I, I heard a roundup on the news on the radio earlier. And it said, and that, and it said Arsenal's result. Yeah, so it said that, that that result for Arsenal moves them moves them into the top half of the table. Yeah. I was thinking, it's only like eight yeah. games left. Well, this <laughs> is the thing. Like, it's you know, like, even in the even in the commentary, like you, you yeah. heard people talking about Arsenal's European hopes. It's like no one's saying that about Palace or Burnley, and they're <laughs> just a point behind us. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a quick break. Welcome back to the preview show sponsored by Betway. Now, many of you will know by now that we run loads of competitions for our Patreon subscribers every month. Alongside all the behind-the-scenes content and bonus podcast episodes, you can access from as little as $5 a month. This month's prize is a cracker. The sun's out, and we think you deserve the chance to burn some sausages outside. By signing up to our Patreon this weekend, you can... That's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't burn your, your own sausage, if you see what I mean. Or your um, penis. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by signing up to our Patreon this weekend, you could win a Weber Master Touch C5750 charcoal 
barbecue. Simply sign up at patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily by 5am British time this Monday, 29th of June. Everyone signed up before the deadline, including those of you who are already patron subscribers, will be eligible for the prize. Signing up to a higher tier also makes you more likely to win. If you sign up to our supporters club tier, you'll be entered once into the competition. If you sign up to our Ramble On tier, you'll be entered twice into the competition. If you sign up for our highest tier, as well as becoming an official friend of the Ramble, your name will be entered three times into the competition. So head to patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily by 5am British time this Monday, 29th of June to enter and we'll announce the winner on that Monday's episode of the Football Ramble. Oh, exciting. Exciting. Who doesn't want a Barbie at this time of year? Fantastic. Tell you what, whoever wins the Barbie should Mm. have to invite us all round to their place. Remember Lee Sharp used to do yeah, he did, yeah, barbecues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I met Lee Sharp once and I didn't ask him about it and it oh. is the biggest regret of my life. We're going to have to put that right. I, mean, I, I yeah. can think of loads of regrets you should have bigger than that. Um, talk about them after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah talk okay. about them after because we've got to talk about the FA Cup. Yes. Yeah. Remember that? It's back. Yeah. The FA Cup's back. I, 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 this is one of those ones we talk about Premier League project restart and then you think the FA Cup yeah, and you say, oh, but it has happened. It has happened. Let's have a quick recap then, gentlemen. Uh, do we have a favourite moment so far from the FA Cup? Mm, I would go for the Midlands inception situation, which happened where Coventry, while um, temporarily operating at Birmingham's ground, hosted Birmingham. Uh, It was then (laughs) nil-nil and... Birmingham then won the replay on penalties as the home team in their own ground. It's all very... It's just like... <laughs> Midlands inception. <laughs> Tom Hardy in goal. <laughs> <laughs> For both teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just bizarre. Did they, play really the, they, played the, they played the first game and the replay at the same time, right? Because that's, <laughs> yeah. that's how it worked. Yeah. yeah, it was a game within a game. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, right. Joseph Gordon-Levitt got the winner. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that, was, that was weird. Yeah. yeah. But just an odd quirk. So that yeah. was that's your, what I like that about That was FA your Cup. highlight of the FA Cup 2019-20. Yeah, even though Arsenal's still in it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would go for FA Cup fifth round back Mm -hmm. in March when Mm -hmm. Norwich played Spurs and Tim Krull was in the um, in the goal for the Mm -hmm. old penalty shootout where he had the names on the water. Oh yes, Mm. I rewatched that and um, on his water bottle he definitely has. So I, I I paused it on. Do you reckon everyone remembers this or should I just give him a quick recap? Yeah, do a recap. Okay, Tim, Tim Krull is in goal for Norwich against Spurs in the FA Cup. It's the last the round before this one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Norwich win on penalties and a lot is made of Tim Krull having the names of a lot of Spurs players on his water bottle and checking it before each penalty. Mm-hmm. Now, I rewatched that yesterday and I paused it at the appropriate moments and he's definitely got the names of Davison Sanchez, Eric Dyer, um, Giovanni Celso, Jensen Fernandes, Oliver Skip, Troy Parra and Eric Lamella on there. Now, of course, Dyer, Lamella, Lo Celso, Jedson and Parrott all took penalties and only mm. Dyer and Lo Celso scored. So it was good knowledge of the likely penalty taker. I, mm. I don't really know how he was able to prepare that so well unless someone's written for it during the game. Because Must have been. he's not going to be expecting... No. I mean, is he going to be expecting Troy Parrott to take a penalty? I mean, maybe because they had a bit of a striker mm. issue at the time. Anyway, um, I, I wonder, having watched it, having watched it back whether it's Tim Krull's antics more than the water bottle mm. itself that actually helped them. Because it reminded me a bit of when Lehman did it against yeah, Argentina in 2006. Yeah. And he didn't actually have Cambiasso's name on there. That's right, yeah. But he looked at it anyway mm-hmm. just to kind of ch- trick him out of it and, mm-hmm. and it obviously worked. And if you look back at the penalty shootout, Krull went the wrong way with Lamella, who hit the bar. Mm-hmm. He went the right way with Dyer, but he, he scored anyway. 
and um, he went the wrong way over the cell, so he saved from Troy Parrott and Jensen. So I think it was more to do with the fact that he's got this reputation mm-hmm. now, which he enjoys, and that becomes its own thing, yeah. doesn't it? He, he was brought on in the World Cup game, was he not? Costa Rica, yeah, to, to do to do it as well. So mm-hmm. that was a really interesting moment, and also crucially, it feels like it was about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well my, well, my favourite moment for that penalty shot actually was when Todd Cantwell went up. Much of this was made on social media. Top bracket. Oh, yes. When he, when he strolls up, he looks like something out of One Direction, doesn't yeah. he? He strolls up there. He, I think he does a couple of keep-ups. And the crowd, because it was at Spurs' ground, are giving him absolute dog's abuse. Mm. And you think, yeah, like they will love it if you miss this. And he was casually strides up and just wafts it into the top corner. Yeah. It was top bracket. You couldn't have placed <laughs> it with your hand any better. It was class. Yeah, yeah it was a great, uh, great moment. Absolute class. Um, he's, my, a good, he's a really good player, top yeah, player yeah. isn't he? Uh, my, uh, my sort of highlight of the FA Cup so far this season, the cum dog. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> You are going to have to explain that. Should yeah. we just move on? Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't remember, uh, Jason Cummings, Shrewsbury Town. Mm. When they drew with Liverpool, at a time when Liverpool, you know, they were just sort of steamrolling everybody and, and, and so on. So for, for little Shrewsbury Town to come back against the mighty Liverpool to earn a, a, a replay, obviously they lost to Anfield, but, uh, but, 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 but Jason Cummings scoring those goals for Shrewsbury going them absolutely mad. And then later we'd find out he's got some weird sort of wrestling alter, alter ego called the cum dog. Yeah, didn't he do, like a, didn't he do a, a Joker-themed celebration at some point as yeah, well? That he's, a real, he's a real character. Yes. I think he might be Scottish. He is Scottish. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a sort of, you know, really crass wrestler, as you say. Like a really <laughs> yeah. crass wrestler theme. Uh-huh. Well... Timmy Crulo and uh, Norwich City are up against Manchester United on uh, on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said this week that uh, his team are not yet title contenders. I, mean, yeah, does, I think this, we can all agree on that now. Come, uh, any surprise to you, Luke? Well, did he go to bed early last night? <laughs> <laughs> so the end is I want to wake him up and tell him. <laughs> <laughs> it's mathematically impossible. Yeah. Um, so the FA Cup is obviously an important. Well, it's an important trophy anyway. But but yeah. but Solskjaer knows the value and the importance of winning it. They've they've been good recently, are you not? They have they been have good been. recently. They do look like they have a uh, kind of a, a, a I suppose a little bit of momentum after yeah. uh, after project restart. Of course, uh, Norwich City will the cup be a welcome or an unwelcome distraction for the from the league from them? Because well, it's a new topic, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a new topic which they sometimes like, sometimes um, don't like, yeah. sometimes forget all about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think actually at this point, if you're Norwich, you just you just want games to play yourself into form, and a test against Man United is probably mm-hmm. it should be welcome. If it's not welcome, there's a problem with the squad because they've got to like they've got a kick on, and if you know if they don't get through, they don't get through. Mm-hmm. But they've, the, the Premier League has got to be they've got to stage some ridiculous escape. There is a sense with Norwich, uh, Norwich that they've just piled in, though, isn't there? Mm. The sense that they've all well, accepted that they're going. Down. I've got a lovely little pit me up in the league next, haven't they? They're, off, they're off to the Emirates. Oh, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, a bit of banter, Jim. Like, I feel like we haven't been to the Emirates. I mean, it'll be four away games in, in Project Restart right. before Arsenal are at home again. It feels very strange. We may not have lost a game for five months. How about that? Wow. Which is, which is, I know it's a lot a lot of detail behind that yeah. but um, yeah I, I, look I, I'm always told on Twitter and I make a, I make a big deal out of this probably, maybe a more boring big deal than I should that I'm always told on Twitter that Norwich are brilliant mm. but I never see them win so yeah. I mean I, I saw them edge one against Leicester just before the lockdown and obviously we talked about them in, in the FA Cup winning on penalties great they're not very good they, they can't put a performance together for 90 minutes they've got some good players I think some of their other players have, have been 
a little bit overrated. Uh, talk of like Timu Puki, oh yeah, well, he'll move on when they get relegated. He's got a great future. In the, he hasn't got a great future in the Premier League. In my opinion, he's not got the all-round game for it. Um, he won't. He won't succeed in the Premier League. Um, some of their other younger players will do well, and when Norwich are inevitably relegated, um, he'll they'll move on to, to other teams, which is sad for Norwich because they're they're they're, they're a likable side. Well, they're a really good team. <laughs> exactly because they're brilliant the league, the league table is telling Paul yeah. Pies again but the, I, th- I can see without being too chelish I can see why people say when they get it going they look yeah. good but they can't do it for long enough and they can't do it consistently enough yeah. and they've had enough time to, to do it look I mean they, 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 they could beat Manchester United of course they're good as a game of football on the weekend but if, if you're a Manchester United fan you'd be pleased with that draw Yes. Um, Sheffield United, of course, play Arsenal. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how, how that one goes for those Gunners uh, now flying high after uh, a victory. Um, Leicester versus Chelsea, perhaps the most uh, difficult one to call. But Brendy Rodgers' boys haven't really got themselves up to speed since the restart. Yeah. And Chelsea will... Uh, really poor. Yeah, Chelsea will be buoyed, of course, by that win against Manchester City. But City themselves away to the mighty Newcastle. And they are turning St James's Park into some sort of fortress, Jim. Oh, fanless a fortress, fortress. Yeah. yeah, fanless fortress. Maybe that's what they needed all along. Just yeah. like, just, just to load more sportsdirect.com <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> around, the, around the stadium. Oh god! Yeah. As soon as I saw the first game back, whoever it was, um, I think it was was it even it might have even been Sheffield United. Mm-hmm. Uh, first game back, and I the saw White Villa. Yeah, I saw the banners around. I thought, I know what's happening at Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is going yeah. to be Sports Direct Central, even more than it is normally. Well, it could be one last hurrah. Could be. <laughs> Big Andy Carroll, though. Big Andy Carroll's been given a one-year extension. Uh, he's not scored in 16 appearances since re-signing last summer. He's provided some moments and assists. You know, I don't want to be too harsh, but Big Brucey said that Carroll's impact, particularly from the bench, is of great value. And he said Big Andy is great off the pitch and in the dressing room, too. And you think to yourself... What the hell's going on there? If Andy Carroll is the is the kind of older brother, the the yeah. the, the, the positive influence is on the dressing got, room. Got some wayward young player living with him. <laughs> sort of <laughs> reverse situation of when he was made to live with Kevin Nolan yeah. all those years ago. It's it's a weird one uh, that situation because Newcastle seem to have adapted fairly well, like since since the restart. Mm-hmm. But Man City, you know, they're gonna they're really gonna want to win something, aren't they? It's, yeah. it's, especially you know, given that the title's now gone, the reality of that being the case, they're gonna they um they're gonna be going all for it, and they just like. They've not really missed a beat, have they? Obviously, I mean, they, were, they weren't particularly good against Chelsea, obviously, despite it being quite a fun game. But, like, I really think if they absolutely have to turn it on against Newcastle, then that's a City win. Mm, you thought that, though, earlier in the season when they went to St. James's and Big Jonge got a lovely goal to equalise mm. in the last minute. Into I've two completely one. forgotten about that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. De Bruyne yeah. scored a great one as well, but cancelled out. Should the keeper have saved it? By Shelby. No, not that one. No. Not that one. Uh, the draw for the semi-finals will happen at half-time during Newcastle <laughs> versus so Manchester. Disrespectful. Unnecessary. Disrespectful. You can do that any time. <laughs> Should we say 45 so minutes stupid. bit of traffic? <laughs> They'll be free down is by it, then. They, is it because they're insisting on doing some sort of televised draw? Like the yeah, inevitably, like inevitably it'll be a do that. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's so boring, isn't yeah. it? It's oh. Pete Donaldson drawing the balls. Yeah, <laughs> We'll just do it at that time. I think uh, there's a good chance around that time Pete Donaldson will be tickling some balls. <laughs> they might well be his own. How about that? Well, if you fancy a tickle, Luke Moore. Well, it's time for Betway's 4 to score. As it is every Friday, uh, four to score entry is free. Just pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches each round. It's an FA Cup special this week. If you're correct in your selections, you can win up to £100,000 this week. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game, obviously, otherwise that would be insane. And further T's and C's apply. 
Uh, four FA Cup quarterfinals, four Betway 4 to score games. Jim, Norwich v Man United, Saturday tea time. I have gone for Rashi. Lovely. Uh, that's Marcus Rashford because uh, he, uh, he's been very good lately. Obviously, he um, put two on a plate for Anthony Martial because that's sort of his thing lately, isn't it? <laughs> he also missed an open goal. He also missed an open goal yeah. and he will want to put that right. And yeah, I think he's due a goal. Feeding everyone. Mm. Time for him to feed himself. <laughs> um, game two, we gave to Kate this week, Sheffield United v Arsenal on Sunday afternoon. Here's what she had to say. Well, guys, I'm going to limit my attempts to sledge Arsenal in this one because I did just send producer Charlie, my first goal scorer, for completely the wrong game, the Spurs fixture in midweek. Um, in the FA Cup, though, I'm going to keep things simple because it was good to see a couple of the youngsters score for Arsenal against the Southampton. And I don't know if Pierre-Marico Bamiang will start in the FA Cup. But either way, I think it could be nil-nil well into the second half. And if he comes on, say, as an emergency substitute, I think he'll get the first goal. So Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. So and, and a kind of disappointing lack mm. of digs at Arsenal, which is mm. the reason for getting Kate to do this game. But she chose Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, mm-hmm. um, probably fed, trying to jinx it. Yeah, I would imagine. Probably is. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Game three is me Leicester v Chelsea Sunday afternoon as well. I'm going to go for Jamie Vardy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean. I, I was thinking about um, picking a Chelsea player because Leicester have been quite poor since we've come back, but I wasn't confident about who was going to play really mm-hmm. after after the fact that they, you know they've they've played the other night, so mm-hmm. um, or last night as we record this. So I've gone Jamie Vardy. He will oh, you'd think would definitely play. And the final game for you, Marcus, is Newcastle v Man City Sunday six thirty. Pete Donaldson, I've got you, baby. It's ASM. Love it. Sam Maximum. So what's, what's she thinking there? Well, I, think Man City, City I think Man City will probably win, but I think Man City, after what happened, they'll just be like, right, come on, we've got it. And they'll try too hard, leave the back door open, and Newcastle, oh my goodness, can oh, yeah. they counter? And I tell you what, Steve Bruce has changed the system, and since he's changed the system, who can guess what's going on there? If, if there's one team that can take advantage of a back door being left open, it's Newcastle <laughs> United. <laughs> uh, so those are our selections for Betway's Ford School this week. Marcus Rashford, Pierre-Emerick, Aubameyang, Jamie Vardy, and Sir Maximan a.k.a. ASM. Uh, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. 18 plus and gamble responsibly. For more information, go to gamble, begambleaware.org. That is Betway's four to score for this week. Indeed. Before we go, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Luke's game. It is time for Luke's game. It is. I'm very excited. Yeah. And do you know what I realised? When I first started doing Luke's game with you guys, uh-huh. I didn't realise that it would be, we would be enthusiastic about it and want to do it more. And so mm. I didn't actually make a note of all the players we've done in the past. Uh-oh. But I have st- I have started doing that from like last week. Mm. So From if, last week. <laughs> if it's a bit of repetition, yeah. then I'm confident as in my role as quiz master that you guys aren't going to remember <laughs> but if listeners get the arsehole about it I get it I'm across it mm-hmm. I know yeah. um, it's just how it is so so with that in mind mm-hmm. let's play Luke's game in a bit, a bit of Pete Donaldson-esque admin to start with lovely um, I think who played last week you Marcus and Andy perhaps, a- Andy went first didn't he yeah, because he, he was new he picked me 3-2 last week yeah so you'll go first <laughs> yeah you'll go first this time Marcus um, the first player Jim you'll remember how to play it from mm-hmm. that year the first uh, player mm-hmm. is He's played for six clubs. It's James Milner. Milney? Yeah. Oh. Millie. Millie. That is uh, an interesting one. Uh, what can I do here? What can I do? James. Six clubs? Yeah. It's got to yeah. be. Okay. I can do. I'll do five. Okay, so you're bidding five. People listening yeah. should play along at home as well. How many can you name? How many can you bid with your friends? Uh, Jim, can you do six? Otherwise, it's going to be a case of naming them for Marcus. 
I can definitely do five. You may be able to loan spell somewhere. No, I'm going to I'm going to see if Marcus can do the five. Okay, so Marcus, you need to name five, please. One. Actually, you know what? Can I can I go back on that? Yeah, if you want. Right. All right. I'm going to go for six. Oh. You got a reward, aggressive play from Jim because he's normally very defensive on this. You've game. been very generous there. He said what he wanted to do, but he pulled it back. But that's fine. I don't mind. A bit <laughs> yeah, I, can, I can tell you don't mind. That's why you brought it up. I think, you're, <laughs> I think you'll probably get a point out of yeah, it. Yeah. I think you too much. Yeah, I think you know as well as I do. He's got absolutely no chance of getting six. Yeah. Come on, there we go. So uh, Leeds United, correct. Um, Newcastle United, correct. Aston Villa, correct. Manchester City, yeah. Liverpool, yeah. And I, I've just, I don't know, maybe it's because we mentioned them earlier. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm getting confused by Man City's kit, but is, it, is Coventry one of them? Oh, is Coventry one of them? I don't think so. I think he, spent some lo- he spent some time on loan in 2003 mm-hmm. at... Swindon Town. Ah, uh, so Swindon. They've got us a few times, haven't they, Swindon? Little slugs. Little slugs. It's 1-0 uh, one, one to Marcus. And Jim, it's your turn to go first. Fair play to you there, Jim. Yeah, you, mm. I like that. Yeah. You've got to applaud that kind of play. You do. Um, Jim, you're up first this time. The next player off the rank. He's played for five clubs in total. It's your friend and mine, actually. Petr Cech. Whoa. Five in total. Yeah. Okay. If you get five here, I'll give you the money myself. <laughs> Can definitely do three. Yeah, it's one more than me. I could find people in the <laughs> uncontacted Native American tribes that can do three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll go three. Oh. Can I hear four from you, Marcus? Well, I'm going to have to, aren't I? Four. You want five? Nope. Yeah. yeah. I'm no. That was a lot. I'm telling you, you don't want five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But four. The thing is, actually, because uh, obviously Chelsea and Arsenal. Yeah. I'm actually struggling with the third. <laughs> <laughs> you need um, four. You need four. Sparta Prague. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I'm missing an obvious one that Jim's thinking, you fool, you big fat fool face. Um, Czech Republic. No, you can't. I always try that. I always try that, Jim. It's very naughty yeah. of me. Very naughty of me. Who was the German club he played for? Just seeing if Jim's got a tick. <laughs> <laughs> yes! It was a, uh, um, we have to hurry uh, now, uh, mate. Slavia Prague. Incorrect. Yeah. Mm. Incorrect. So that's a point to Jim. Do you um, want to know who it was? Yeah. It was Ren in France. Ah, I didn't know Ren that. Ren in France. Yeah. I wasn't sure about Slavia Prague. They were, I, actually, I would have said... It was Sparta Prague. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah there, I was even less sure. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, the, the team he started his career at, I think, it, I believe it's pronounced Chamel Bissani. Yeah. He wouldn't have got that. So yeah. it's one all. It's one all. One each. Uh, and, Two uh, own goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, you're up next. Here we go. Now, this one seems fairly easy, but I think you might find it trickier than you think. Mm. He's played for five clubs in total. He's still playing now. Mm. He is Harry Maguire. Oh, yeah. That is quite tricky. Yeah. That's why I chose it. Yeah. Uh, Five clubs in total. What have you got in your locker? Obviously, there's two. Um, I'll go two. Jim? I can easily do three. Mm -hmm. Oh, gamesmanship as well, Marcus. Yeah. Growing in confidence, he is. Indeed, yeah. It's great to see. Um, Do you want four? This is so poor because I, I know there's an bit Jim's uh I'll go I'll go four then. Jim, can you do all five? I couldn't do five, I don't think. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, Jim has painted you into a corner. This is great play from Jim. It really it's textbook is. Textbook Luke's game yeah, play. Yeah, fair play to Jim. Um yeah. so you need to name four clubs that Harry Maguire's played for, mm-hmm. please. So Manchester United and uh, Leicester City. Yep. And uh, the one on loan, which is annoying. 
I think they played them in the FA Cup. Oh, did they? Tranmere Rovers? That's incorrect. That's a point to Jim. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have started, he started his group at Sheffield United. Oh, for crying out loud. Yes. And he went to Hull City. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. That's bit, piss poor. Bit of time on loan at Wigan Athletic. Yeah, very piss And then poor. Leicester and Manchester United, as you've already said. So that yeah. is 2-1 to Jim That's with really two to play. And Jim, you're up first here. Okay. Uh, he's played for eight teams. Oh, God. And he's still playing now. <laughs> sort of. Uh, it's Alexis Sanchez. Okay. Blimey. How many of the eight clubs that Alexis Sanchez played for can you name? I'll definitely do four. Okay. Nice opening bid, that. I think we can all agree. Mm. Marcus, can you go any higher than four? I'll go five. Jim, do I hear six from you? I can't do six. No, I'll have to punt this one back over to Spelzy. Okay. Five clubs, Marcus, is on you again, mm. that Alexis Sanchez played for to send this to a decider. Wow, I need really five open. clubs from you. Okay. And people listening home should play along, see how many they can name as well. Arsenal. Correct. Manchester United. Correct. Inter. Correct. Udinese. Correct. Barcelona. Correct. Very well done. Excellent. I forgot where he was now. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you said four, I thought, has he, has he missed out? He forgot United, Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't count that those years. So who are the other ones? So he started off at Cobraloa, then he went to Udinese, then Colo Colo on loan, mm. River Plate on loan, ah. and then the other four you've heard, Barcelona, Arsenal, Man United, and Inter, where he currently sits. Okay. The final Here we go. player. Here we go. It's two apiece. Woo! Marcus to go first. He's played for seven clubs, retired in 2017. It's Jolien Lescott. Oh, bloody hell. Seven. Seven. I think our listeners out there will be able to name quite a few of these. But what I did say to to listeners on our Discord, our Patreon members, obviously, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get to go on the Discord and chat Mm -hmm. to fellow Ramble listeners. And they were all saying to be brilliant at this game. And what I did say to them was, I I leapt to your defence and I leapt Mm -hmm. to Andy's defence and said, when those lights are on... (laughs) In the spotlight, the pressure's on. It's a lot tougher. It is, yeah. How many Jolien Lescott players? Uh, sorry, teams. Can you name Marcus? <sighs> I can. Yeah, I can definitely name. I can definitely name four. All right, I say four. Jim, this is about tactics now. I can do four as well, so I'm going to go five. Oh, he's, right. Jim's completely changed his style. He has, yeah. He used yeah. to be a lot more defensive. Well, I'd be giving, effectively giving you a penalty and hoping you'd miss it there. Yeah. So I, so I, oh, right, I'm so taking mean. a penalty. Yeah, yeah, mean. This very, way. very good, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's have Jim have five. Yeah, but you're taking a penalty with your left foot in. Yeah, exactly, right? yeah, let's right, be honest. Yeah. So Julian Lescott, he's played for seven in total, uh, retired in 2017. How many of his seven clubs can you name, Jim? You've bid five. I need to hear mm-hmm. five from you. So I'm going to go Wolves. Correct. Manchester City. Correct. Everton. Correct. Uh, Aston Villa. Correct. And this is where it gets tricky. Marcus is giving nothing away in his silence. <laughs> um, Coventry? He's gone for Coventry again for I, the second I, time. I think the Midlandsy thing. Mid-Lindsay I think he thing. has played for Coventry, yeah. actually. I think and, you've got that. And a high stakes play. Yeah. Second mention of Coventry. Third in total on the show. Yeah, I think he's got it. To win it, it's incorrect. Ah! Oh, he could have had West Brom. <laughs> he could have. Wolves. Oh, West Brom, of course. Wolves, Everton, Man City, West Brom, Aston Villa. A lovely little cameo at AEK Athens. Oh. And then ended his career, as all great careers mm-hmm. end, with two appearances for Sunderland. Yeah. Uh, so he could have had them. <laughs> Do you know what? I used gym tactics against him because I could only name three, so I said I'll say four. 
<laughs> oh, muggy little there you go. Got me over the line. Marcus, you yeah. win. Congratulations. You've cheated. I lost the cup last week, but I won the plate this week. Congratulations, Marcus. I tell you what, Jim, you've got to give Marcus a bit of credit because he's gone up against uh-huh. a world-class operator last Friday, Andy Brassel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be intimidating for anyone. <laughs> Found yeah, myself 2-1 down there. Yeah. And, it, and, you, well, and, and you still lost. It's the little games you've got to win. It's the little games you've got to win. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're going to stay in this division by winning against your competitors, not against the big dicks. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy for me to say because I never have to play it. Very easy. Oh, dear me. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the preview show sponsored by Betway. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm back tomorrow with Jonathan Wilson and Rory Smith to talk about Argentina and Romania in the 1994 World Cup knockouts. I look forward to that. I like Rory as well. Great. That'd be good. Hadji. Yeah. Maradona not involved. You don't need to tell Mm. me, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm happy to relive it. Damn right. Uh, That's, of course, on uh, the greatest games tomorrow on the Football Ramble. Um, But until Monday for your regular ramble, we say goodbye, Luke Moore. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jim Gamble. Goodbye. Goodbye from me, everybody. Have a lovely weekend. This was a Stakhanov production.